0: Welcome back to the phenomenal fan podcast, episode number 39, 39 episodes down one more to 40 huge episode for you guys today. Week three, the NFL season is over. We're about to start week four by the time we're talking on a Thursday night, but either way, NFL week three recap power rankings, top five NFL teams. We're going to do start backup bench and cut. Every quarterback in the divisions of the NFL. Aaron Judge ties the regular season home run record. American League record. Albert Pujols hit 700. So much stuff going on. So thank you guys for tuning in as usual. We really, really appreciate it. And otherwise, let's get straight into episode 39. The Phenomenal Fan Podcast. A
1: podcast
0: by the fan for the fan. guys we're back again week three NFL season's over week four is about to start as we record this here on Thursday afternoon September 29th week three was a pretty crazy run pretty crazy one I should say started on last Thursday with Steelers and Browns a bit of a snoozer Steelers can't really move the ball Browns take that one by twelve. Texans and Bears, Bears take them down. Bears are two and one. Look out for the Bears, but not really. Titans and Raiders uh, on Sunday morning. Titans take down the Raiders again, man. The Raiders just don't look sharp. They look undisciplined. They look like they're lacking the star quarterback play that they were hoping to get out of Derek Carr. It's just not quite all the way there. The Titans don't look much better. But the fact that the Titans can have a guy like Ryan Tannehill being rolled out there every day or every game and even get wins against a team like the Raiders who just traded for uh, Devontae Smith, I don't know. It's not a good look for the Raiders, man. and 3 Yeah, they're back home against the Broncos this week, but it's not looking good for them. The previously 0-1-1 Indianapolis Colts who tied with the Houston Texans in week one and got shut out in week two by the Jaguars, they take down the Kansas City Chiefs 20-17. to uh, I don't know what that's about. I don't know how that game was even close. But then again, the Chiefs, again, a lot of people give them a lot of credit, but there are a little bit of uh, kind of some glaring issues when you look at the box score this, of this uh, game. Patrick Mahomes is the rushing leader for the team. Four carries for 26 yards. Not good. Can't run the ball. Juju Smith-Schuster, five catches for 87 yards. Kelsey, five for 58 and a touchdown. It, I mean, after that, it's like a bunch of just kind of middle tier, just sporadic catches and receivers. Marquez, Valdez, Scantling, and Mecole Hardman. And it's just, I don't know. I think, you know, I think they'll be okay. But if the Chiefs found themselves battling for the AFC West at the end of this year, I wouldn't be shocked at all. At all. Speaking of teams, the Buffalo Bills go into Miami and they lose 21-19. to The Buffalo Bills drop to 2-1 and the Miami Dolphins improved to 3-0. I think if you play that game ten times, I think the Bills beat the Dolphins eight out of the ten times.
1: But last on Sunday,
0: um, but on Sunday the Dolphins got one of those those wins. The Dolphins are high in my power rankings, but I just don't have them still better than the Bills. I just don't. They they just they're not okay. Vikings take down the Lions 28-24. Lions had a lead in that game. Gave up 14 unanswered in the fourth quarter. Lose by four. Not a great look. Lions 1-2 is what it is. Ravens play the Pats. Ravens take him down, beat them by 11, 37-26. Lamar Jackson, 11 carries for 101 yards and a rushing touchdown. He also had 218 passing, touch, uh, passing yards and four passing touchdowns. Lamar Jackson's pretty, pretty good, man. Bengals beat the Jets 27 to 12. Eagles destroy the Commanders. Well, it's only it was only 24 to 18, but 24 to 8. But it was much more lopsided than that. Panthers take down the Saints 22 to 14. Panthers get their first one of the season. Baker Mayfield gets his first win with the Panthers. In the Sunday afternoon slate man, the Chargers and Justin Herbert, I I, I don't know if he's hurt. I don't know. Nobody really knows the exact diagnosis, but the Jaguars beat the Chargers 38 to 10. Like they beat them by three touchdowns. I don't know what that's about, but it's not good. Not good for the Chargers. 1 and 1 at home, 1 and 2 overall. Rams played the Cardinals, beat them 20 to 12. Cardinals dropped to 1 and 2. Rams improved to 2 and 1. Falcons and Seahawks, kind of a snooze bowl there. Falcons take down the Hawks 27 23. Packers, Bucks, what was uh, kind of hyped up leading up to the week just two, you know, all time great Hall of Fame quarterbacks, 14 to 12, final score. Rodgers throws for two touchdowns. And then Sunday, uh, Monday night, Cowboys and Giants. Giants were 2 0 a lot of hype, everyone's pumped, couldn't move the ball. And Cooper Rush, Tony Pollard, CD Lamb kind of just went marched up and down the field. 23 to 16 is the final there. The Cowboys take down the Giants. Few things to take away from this Sunday. Oh, and then uh, the last game was also Sunday, Sunday night. Broncos, 49ers. Broncos take down the 49ers in a ridiculous score, 11 to 10. Few things to take away from What we saw in week three. Number one.
1: Well. Let's go with.
0: Yeah. Number one. The Eagles are legit. The Eagles are. A team to be reckoned with. And the Eagles are going to find themselves in the Super Bowl this year. If everything goes as planned. The Eagles are not only the best team in the NFC. I think it's glaringly obvious that they are the best team in this in the NFC. I think it's glaringly obvious. They're not just, they're not just, kind of in a debate. There's not like a, a top three in the NFC that are the best right now. I think it, it, it's so obvious and apparent that the Eagles far and away are the best team in the NFC. Does that mean they're going to go to the Super Bowl? No, but. I don't think anybody would be shocked if they got there. Takeaway number two, the Ravens are solid again. Lamar Jackson is solid again. Right now, if there's an MVP voting and the season was only three games, Lamar Jackson would be the MVP. Leads the league in passing touchdowns. The guy runs all over the yard. And
1: they're going to put up points. I think number three, the Dolphins
0: are legit. Does that mean the Dolphins win the AFC East? No, it does not. But it's a good sign for them that they beat the Bills in week uh, week three. It's a good sign. Looking ahead to week four, which starts tonight, like I mentioned, and speaking of the Dolphins, they play the Bengals. In Cincinnati... Bengals are 1-2. Dolphins are 3-0. Oh. Bengals are favored by three and a half. It's hard to see that. The Bengals have not been protecting Joe Burrow. They have lost games that they shouldn't have. They finally won a game last week against the Jets and didn't look that good. So, I don't know. This weekend, Vikings play the Saints in London. At 9.30 a.m. Eastern. Should be a decent game. Kind of random. Cowboys play the Commanders. Seahawks play the Lions. Titans, Colts, Bears, Giants. So a lot of decent games on this uh, the, on the calendar here. Bills and Ravens, that'll be a real a uh, real good one. Um Patriots Packers, that'll be a good one. Chiefs Bucks on Sunday night. That'll be a good one. Rams 49ers in San Francisco on Monday night. That'll be a good one. Broncos Raiders on Sunday afternoon. That'll be a good one. Lot of good action, man, starting off and kicking off tonight with Dolphins-Bengals, which is going to be a good game. I think anybody in their right mind, just looking at the records and how the two teams have played, would assume that the Dolphins are favored. But they're not. So there's something going on with the Vegas and the bookmakers, something they, they see that we don't, that would have them listing the Bengals as three-and-a-half-point favorites. Doesn't make a lot of sense to me. That being said, I'm guessing the Bengals will win 21 17 somehow, and they'll cover the spread. Just the way stuff works, man. It's weird how stuff works. But the storylines in the NFL are emerging favorites and some guys that are showing out big time. Big time. Okay. You want to talk about rushing leaders, Nick Chubb, Saquon Barkley, like that. None of those shock anybody. But. Right now, as far as receiving yard leaders go, the Dolphins have two of the top three. Jalen Waddle's second, Tyreek Hill's third. So, I don't know, but heads up. The Dolphins might be really good. I think the Dolphins... Might start to slow down a little bit, though. I think. We'll see. We'll see. Let's get into the power rankings, man. Power rankings, top five teams in the NFL, okay? We're going to go from five to one, and we're going to rank who we think the best teams are right now in the NFL. Okay? At number five in the NFL power rankings... The fifth best team in the NFL is the Kansas City Chiefs. They're two and one. They lose to the Colts. It's not a great loss. But you know what? The Chiefs are still the Chiefs. Mahomes is still Mahomes. They still have the weapons that are necessary to take them to win that division. They're two and one. So Chiefs are the fifth. The Chiefs are the fifth best team in the NFL. I think they are. Number four.
1: Fourth best team in the NFL. Right now, it's a toss-up between two teams.
0: Because I have a couple in mind that I want to go with. The number fourth best team in the NFL is the Baltimore Ravens. Okay, Ravens are also 2-1. and one. Lamar Jackson's looked great. They had a shootout loss with the Dolphins. But otherwise, the, the Ravens have looked very good. I like the Ravens, especially... Throughout the season, longevity wise, I think they're going to very easily win at least 11 games. So the Ravens are my fourth best team in the NFL as of week three. Third best team is the Buffalo Bills. Okay. The Bills are two and one last week, and I'm sure by the end of the season, they'll end up on at number one on most people's power rankings. But I think for the Bills, losing that game is the best thing that could have possibly happened for them. One of the best things. And we'll get into that in a minute. But the Bills at two and one are the third best team in the NFL. Second best team in the NFL are the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins are 3-0. They just beat the Bills. Tua has looked unstoppable. Unstoppable. Jalen Waddle, Waddle, and Tyreek Hill have quickly become arguably the best wide receiver tandem in the NFL just so far this season. I love the Dolphins. Do I think they end up winning the division? No. But do I think they're in the playoffs? Absolutely. How could they not be with the start that they've had? 3-0 for the Dolphins. Dolphins are the second best team in the NFL. The number one best team in the NFL this season is the Philadelphia Eagles. They're undefeated. They're 3-0. Their defense has absolutely dominated. Their offense has absolutely dominated. Jalen Hurts looks like he's barely trying half the time back there and just throwing balls up to Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, A.J. Brown, They have a two- or three-headed monster in the backfield at running back. They've been very productive on both sides of the ball. The Eagles right now are all around the best team in the NFL. So to recap, I got Chiefs at five, Ravens at four, Bills at three, Dolphins at two, Eagles at one. I think that's a pretty fair list. Let me know what you guys think. On the comment of the Bills losing, by the way, quickly to just get to to, to brush over that. All right. There was so much pressure on the Bills this year, I think, because everybody picked them to be the at least in the Super Bowl, if not winning it. But the Bills losing in week three was the best possible thing that could have happened for that team. Talk about it all the time with teams that have really, really high expectations that ended up losing a game early on in the season. Whether it's in college basketball, like a team like Gonzaga or Kentucky, or it's in college football, like right, like in Alabama or Georgia, losing a game early in the season. At the time, it seems devastating. In the NFL, of course, there's a lot more margin for error and losing games, but the point is it still seems devastating. And everybody starts second-guessing themselves. Are the Bills really that good? Are they? Can't even put up 20 points against the Dolphins? When in my mind, and I think what's going to happen moving forward, it's going to be such a motivating factor. Such a motivating factor. Because if you look at the Bills' schedule from here on out, okay, they have probably one of the hardest schedules here in the upcoming four weeks of anybody in the league. They're at Baltimore this weekend. Then they go play the Steelers with a top-notch defense at Kansas City, and then they play the Packers. I think before that loss, if they'd have beat the Dolphins, they'd have gone through that next stretch of four games probably at 2-2. Two and two. People would have started second-guessing them. I think it's more likely now after losing to the Dolphins that the Bills go 4-0 in that stretch of games, and then we're right back into the conversation of the Bills being the best team in the NFL. That's what I think. The Bills are still absolutely loaded. Josh Allen's still a freak. Their defense is still the best in the NFL at the moment. So with rankings, the Dolphins are better, but I think the Bills losing that game is going to end up helping them a lot more in the long term than it is hurting them. That's my opinion. Okay. On to baseball, and we'll get back to football with the start backup bench cut with just baseball in general and Aaron Judge, okay? And Albert Pujols. So you have two guys here that are just setting records and just being just absolute dudes. Just dudes, okay? Pujols hit 700 homers. We talked about it last week, but that'll never happen again. Aaron Judge hit 61 home runs. That will probably never happen again unless it's him. I think the most exciting thing and the best thing about all of the, everything that's going on in the world of baseball is that they expanded the playoffs. The expanded playoffs for baseball is one of the best decisions they've made for the sport since the year 2000. All these other rule changes that are coming up and and are supposed to help out with the speed of the game and help the hitters and things like that, those are fine. But to be able to have the intensity, have more teams in the playoff mix, all the way down to now within less than a week of the season. I think that's the best thing you could possibly add. And then on top of it, you got a guy like Albert Pujols hitting his 700th career home run. You have Aaron Judge hitting his 61st home run of the season. And... Young storylines, you got all the playoff teams that I think should be are going to get in, I think, for the most part, right? The Yankees will get in. The Blue Jays just clinched a playoff spot today. The Indians, the Guardians, I should say, the Guardians are going to get in. They rightfully deserve it. The Astros are going to get in. The Mets are in. The Braves are in. The Cardinals are in. And the Dodgers are in. So far. And when you look at the wild card, Tampa Bay – will probably be in. Seattle will probably be in. Two teams that have been doing it the right way all year. Now you get to see a matchup of the Mariners and the Guardians, two teams that scrap and pitch. Tampa Bay and Toronto, two teams that have gone about it a lot different ways, money and not not a lot of money. On the National League side, the Padres will probably get in. Milwaukee and Philadelphia are battling, battling for that last wildcard spot. That's what I'm talking about, man. I mean, the Brewers and the Phillies just scrapping to get into a playoff spot. It's exactly what it should be, man. It's absolutely exactly what it should be, without a doubt in my mind. So baseball's in a good spot right now. And going into the playoffs, it's going to be a lot more action. We've got the wildcard series going down. I think so far, it's going to be the Yankees and the uh, Astros that are going to get the first round by in the American League. And then in National League, it is the Dodgers that are going to get the first round by. And then it's, it's between the Mets and the Braves. The Braves have 97 wins. The Mets have 98 wins. The Braves are a game back, and they got a three-game set this weekend in Atlanta. Give me a break. All right. Last part of the show here before we run you guys too dry,
1: okay, is we are going to talk about
0: the quarterback situation, okay? It's an interesting quarterback situation in the league right now. We have the opportunity to rank these quarterbacks. We're going to give you, out of each NFL division, start which quarterback? Let me let me, let me, let me state it this way. We're going to do start, backup, bench, and cut for the four quarterbacks in every division in the NFL. Okay? We're going to start with the AFC, and we're going to go east to west. Then we'll go to the NFC. All right? AFC East, you got the Dolphins, Bills, Jets, and Patriots. Tua, Josh Allen, Zach Wilson, and Mac Jones. I'm going to start Josh Allen. I'm going to back up Tua. I'm going to bench Zach Wilson, and I'm cutting Mac Jones. I think that's the only way you can go about it in that division. Josh Allen's better than Tua, for sure. Tua's still a guy that should be a backup. Zach Wilson, you're on the bench, and Mac Jones just... Pack your bags. You're done. Okay? AFC North. You got the Browns, Ravens, Steelers, and Bengals. This one's really tough. Really tough. But right now, right now, I'm going to start Lamar.
1: I'm going to back up
0: Joe Burrow. I'm going to bench Mitch Trubisky or Kenny Pickett or whoever the Steelers quarterback is. And then I will be cutting Jacoby Brissett. Could have been Deshaun Watson, but it's not. So right now, Jacoby Brissett, you're cut. Start Lamar, back up Joe Burrow, bench Mitch Trubisky, cut Jacoby Brissett. In the AFC South, we got the Jags, Colts, Titans, and Texans. Okay? This one's also really tough. For me, I'm going to go down exactly how the standings are right now. I'm going to start Trevor Lawrence. I'm going to back up Matt Ryan. I'm going to bench Ryan Tannehill and Davis Mills. Davis Mills, you're cut. Like you're, you're like launched into the, the outer ring of the atmosphere. Goodbye. Start Trevor from the Jags. Back up Matt Ryan on the Colts. Bench Ryan Tannehill. And send Davis Mills on the Texans to uh, Orion's belt. in the AFC West. Chiefs, Broncos, Chargers, Raiders. Wow. Talk about a loaded quarterbacks. Here's what I'm going to do. But based on how it's going this season, okay? Based on how it's going this season, I'm going to start Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to
1: back up Justin Herbert.
0: It hurts to say, but I'm going to back up Justin Herbert. I'm going to bench Russell and Derek Carr. You have been the the worst quarterback in that conference, and it hasn't been particularly close. His numbers might be better than Russell Wilson's. I'll give him that in some areas, but the bottom line is the Raiders are 0-3, so Russell's found a way to win two football games already. Derek Carr, you're cut. Russell, you're on the bench. Herbert, you're backing up. Mahomes, you're starting. Moving on to the NFC. In the NFC East, we got the Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, Commanders. We're going to go with Dak on the Cowboys as a disclaimer because he is their starting quarterback. Okay, He started week one. He just got hurt. And with that being said, I'm going to start Jalen Hurts. I'm going to back up Dak Prescott. I'm going to bench Daniel Jones, and I'm going to send Carson Wentz on the next challenger mission with the hopes that that rocket never comes back because my god is Carson Wentz hard to watch start Jalen Hurts backup Dak bench Daniel Jones
1: Carson Wentz you're cut NFC
0: North NFC North We got the Vikings, Packers, Bears and Lions okay that being said I'm going to start Aaron Rodgers duh Kirk Cousins, I'm going to back you up. You're going to back up Aaron Rodgers. Between Justin Fields and Jared Goff, this might be one of the hardest ones to decide. But because Fields has a little bit of mobility and he does have two wins already, I'm going to go bench Justin Fields and Jared Goff your cut. I'm sorry. It is what it is, man. But you got to start Rodgers. You got to back up Kirk. You got to go. Justin Fields is the bench guy.
1: And
0: uh, Jared Goff, adios. And then FC South, we got the Bucks, Panthers, Saints, and Falcons. Okay? That being said, Tom Brady's starting. Between Baker and Jameis Winston, two former Heisman Trophy winning first overall picks. And I can't decide which guy to back up. I'm going to go Jameis Winston. I'm going to bench Baker and Marcus Mariota or whoever the quarterback will end up being for the Falcons. You're cut. You're absolutely cut. Just adios. In the NFC West, this one's tough. This one is tough. Okay? Rams, 49ers, Seahawks, Cardinals. For start, backup, bench, and cut, I'm going to start Kyler Murray. I'm going to start Kyler Murray. I am. You see some of the plays he made the other weekend against the Raiders, running around? I mean, he's probably one of the, if not the only guy, that can make those kind of plays. Extend it. I'm going to start Kyler. Matt Stafford, you'll back him up. Jimmy G, you're on the bench. And Geno Smith or Drew Locke, Adios. Thanks for coming out, guys. I think that's pretty fair, right? I think you got, I mean, I think that's pretty fair. I don't know. I thought it was fair. I thought it was fair. All right. Well, either way, guys, really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Wanted to keep it nice and brief. Didn't want to chat your ear off too much. Wanted to cover a little bit of the NFL, give you our power rankings, give you our insights, tell you exactly where things are going to be, okay? Because at the end of the day, just my opinion. I'm not the only one making the say here, but I think we got the game three storylines in. Or excuse me, the week three storylines. There's technically game three. Week three storylines, power rankings of the top five teams. Baseball is going off right now, and we will get more into that on our Between the Stitches show. Check it out if you haven't listened already. And we give you our start backup bench and cut. So if you guys enjoyed this, be sure to check us out on social media, TikTok, at PhenomFanMedia, Instagram, at PhenomFan. And then, of course, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, we appreciate it. If you're not, go check it out. Uh, Phenomenal Fan Podcast. This, is it. this has been episode 39. Next time we talk to you guys, it'll be episode 40. Dun, done, dun. Episode 40, man. Holy cow. That's a lot of episodes. Either way, guys, thanks for tuning in to episode 39. And we'll catch you guys next week on episode 40. Thanks for listening to the Phenomenal Fan Podcast. Want more? Follow us on social media and subscribe to Patreon for exclusive content.